We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. I'm just, I'm just trying to give you guys something different. We're back. Because I figured we're back. And uh, we're live and rowdy. And we've already done a three and a half hour podcast before this is being recorded. And we're having fun. And we're watching football. And if you didn't hear about it already, the Patriots lost yesterday. This is January 5th. 2020 first this is the first official podcast of 2020 mm-hmm. that'll be dropping technically being recorded in 2020 and this is also three dudes in cold Bruce podcast episode 67 i am eddie vegas and i'm steve aka folk tongue uncle dobby in the house and we're here to uh make sweet love to your ears and that's what we're gonna do we have some football on in the background uh, the Vikings just beat the Saints, and they're moving on to the next round. This is Wild Card Weekend. So when you hear this, you'll know that. If you're not into fucking football, you won't know what the hell we're talking about. Um, and we're going to just kind of go, because we just did a three-and-a-half-hour-long show that'll end, that'll air a couple days from now, music-wise. We did our wrap-up of the 2019 music year. We did our honorable mention show this week, so that's what we'll have, five songs apiece um, in a couple days for everybody. And then today is just kind of a, a throwout show. It's going to be more fun, just us bullshit and talking about stuff, catching up on movies, TV shows that we're looking forward to. And then next week, it's going to be more, you know, uh, back to the way we used to be. We're going to now because we're we're done with the music heavy thing because we got our 2019. We just gave you over nine hours, almost ten hours worth of music uh, for the last three shows. Music wise, songs to sip to. Next week, uh, take note of this. We're going to do for the music show. We want to do 10 albums of the decade, right? Is that what we're going to do? Try to figure out our 10 best for the decade. Only use a band one time. Uh, from 2009 to 2019? Yeah. I'm going to take a quick note for that, yeah. Um, and we also, since we're going to be talking about movies today, I think we we want to come up with a a best horror movies of the decade. Since we all like horror movies. movies. Next week, okay. So, uh, 2009 through 2019... Top 10 lists to discuss on the shows. Yep. I like that. And then if Gary's on, he can do top 10 songs. We'll do our top three songs for that week. So in other words, like the songs we play that week. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can play like our top three. We can play songs. We can just play three songs from our top Out 10. Out of that 10. I think Gary know. said he's not going to participate in the 10 albums of the decade, but he'll, I'm sure he'll play. Well, he's going to have to listen to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. But he can talk about the movies. Yeah. Uh, top 10 list. Uh, main show. You guys can keep on talking uh, while I write this down. Yeah, so um, I don't know what you wanted to talk about this week, but it's probably going to be kind of movie heavy. Next week we're going to go in on the um, best horror movies of the decade. I've already started making mine. I think I only have two slots left, and I was going through. It's going to be a hard one for me. I'm not a huge horror movie buff, Yep. but uh, I'll see what I can come up with You'll be able to for the decade. You'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of good ones. I probably got a list. I, I mean, I had to cut a little off my list because there were a couple that were before 2009 that I thought were this decade. Um, I also made a list of stuff that people consider good horror movies that I haven't seen. So I'm working my way through those. The other day I watched uh, Train to Busan, which is uh, like a zombie horror movie, uh, Korean zombie horror movie. And it's a little different in the sense that you know, I'm not generally a fan of zombie stuff because it's kind of played out at this point. But this takes place on a train, so it's real confined and and, and it makes it kind of claustrophobic. And it was pretty good. Um, I have a whole other five five or six more to look through to 
because I got two more slots left on my list right now. Anything for, for years for the <laughs> decade, yeah. I'm gonna have to go through. I'll be able to pull them apart and be able to talk about them yeah. once I once I actually look. It'll be the interesting. List. Maybe it'll have me uh, watch a few things that yep. might be uh, horror movie changing for me. Yep. Yeah. Well, the other thing is then that'll be the discussion on what you consider a horror movie, which can kind of segue a little bit into some of the. Movies I think I that look more into if on. I want to watch a horror movie, more of like a ghost based or you know demon type of. Uh, well, there's been a lot of. This decade, that's paranormalish kind of the, type of haunting. That's what it, horror this decade. That's what it's been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel <laughs> like the early two thousands were zombie, and then it turned into like two th- like two thousand tens became the fucking Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. zombies got played out because of that. But the movie aspect of two, so the early two thousands <laughs> were zombie heavy because you had things like Dawn of the Living Dead remakes and things like that. Twenty eight days. Twenty eight days later, all that stuff. Um, and then I think the I think ghosts and like uh, like the because it's cheap to make too like the paranormal activities really mm-hmm. took in or um, uh, what the fuck is the the big the franchises all like Annabelle Insidious and, and, yeah, and Insidious and, and, like Insidious and I love I think that's yeah. one of the best movies ever first um, one yeah yeah the first one's fantastic I love the first um, Sinister's fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. um, I love the first one I've watched I finally did watch the second one and it's not as good no. but the first one is I think is almost perfect so whatever year that came out that's probably going to be my number one although then there's a couple the problem is is that you gotta we gotta figure that out too like do we go by when it's actually released because some things are released like in um we gotta look at we might have to narrow that down too and decide that amongst ourselves off the air what do you mean well i I like a lot of um movies that come out of like cons and then they finally get major releases later on like the lighthouse got a really small release well, it'll most likely still be in the decade, you know. Yeah, what I mean, yeah. like even if it's a different year. But what I'm getting at is like, what do we count? So in other words, like, what year it falls in? Because some movies come out, like some movie. There's a movie that's coming out soon. Well, as long as it's within the decade, I would say. Okay, because there's a movie that's coming out soon. I can't remember what the fuck it's called right now, but I've already seen a few people review it, and it's coming out in the next month. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna hate myself for not remembering what it is. But there's a movie coming out soon that's like highly fucking talked about, and everybody raves about it. But it's been like on the small circuit and is getting made release this year. But technically, it came out last year. So like, well, yeah, then that, I mean that's out. I would consider that out because you can find ways to watch all this shit if yeah. you really wanted to. But if it's come out in any form in this decade, then all right, that's, that so works. We'll come up with it. My problem is I know there's a couple of years where they block together, and um, I'm gonna have to hard. I'm gonna have a hard time picking certain movies. I know a couple a couple that stick out over the top of my head. Uh, just a matter of finding out. Narrowing them down because what if you like three or four movies from one year, you know? Oh, I wasn't going by like years. I'm, I'm oh. just talking about the decade in in general. Oh Jesus! They Christ. could all be in the same fucking year if you really yeah. like fucking you know ten just movies. top ten movies from yeah. from the from decade, decade. Like, just not necessarily like, year by whatever year. you like Christ. within that ten year. That's period. easier to narrow it down yep. as far as what you like the best, but that's harder because now There's you have to... so much stuff to see whether you missed or didn't or what you like and what you don't if we just do the 10 years i have jesus christ i probably have five or six that i can throw out right now like oh yeah I, got, I had like eight off the top of my head yeah real easy real quick and then it's just a matter of narrowing them all down mm-hmm. so if that's the case it's actually pretty easy yeah that's, i think it's easier because year by year you would have to eliminate stuff that you actually really like whereas this well, yeah, you really don't that's the hard part yeah that's what I was fearing. Like, oh man, it's like choosing which kid you want to die. You know? Yep. Like, oh fuck, I really like this one. That makes more sense though. And we're gonna do that with albums too. Yeah, I would do the same Oof. way with albums. 
See, I think with albums it should be a little more specific. I think with albums it should be more like one f- per year. Hmm. Yeah, the thing with that though is you'd have to go back and all right, this is from this year and this is from this year. You got to do that anyways for both if you think about it. Yeah, well, you got to make sure I mean, that they came of, out in the Yeah, but mostly you know if it came out in this decade. Like the I only, there were two on here that I was like, oh, this wasn't this decade, and I had to take them out, but generally I knew. I feel like movies, it's an easier thing to do for, like, oh, whatever, top ten from that decade. I think music, sometimes you have to narrow it down to each year. But I'll, I'll, I'll I mean, you can also do that on your own. Like, if that's the way you want to spend I it, think that's then that's not a real decade list, because you might, there might be three albums from 2010 that you like more than anything that came out the rest of the decade. And yeah. then, so it's not really a decade list. It's kind I'll of, um, I'll figure it out. I'll uh, I'll have to try to narrow it down. We can't. We just can. The biggest thing is we can't use more than one band. I mean, we can't, can't use the, the same, same band, band more than, more than, than once. once. Yeah. Same thing with a movie, right? It can't be um, like we can't if we like both the sequels or something. I think it should be. Yeah, I I, I had to choose between one. That if had it's a, a sequel, sequel you like that sequel, but you can't like the first. You yeah, know. yeah. I took one out because of that. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we'll do that then. So can't you just like if it's from a uh, if it's from a um, see so my brain's starting to get I need food I can I can tell my brain's not as firing firing as well um, yeah so same thing with the artist just like the artist yeah it makes sense we yeah. already know we figured that out you guys are bored now so be lucky looking forward to that next week be on the lookout for that I don't mean to despite the thing I don't have my headphones on right now. Um, yeah, so speaking of that, and to segue into that, and this will be interesting to see what we consider horror movies, because I've done a lot of catching up, because I've had a lot of free time lately, um, because A, my schedule switched, finally, into my new schedule, which I'm very happy with at work, and I've had a bunch of time off with the holidays. So, my life, and Kristen's been crazy, I haven't seen her in like three weeks, so, because of her schedule, because she works in retail, so I've had a lot of free time. And I've watched quite a few movies lately, and I caught up on a lot of movies from 2019 that I didn't get to see because I don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. normally. Let me start by throwing out that I finally got to see the movie I hyped up a couple months ago, The Lighthouse. I highly suggest everybody watch that movie if you like horror movies and or <clears throat> thriller movies. I don't think it's a horror movie, but I get why it falls in that genre. It's direct. It's the same uh, Robert Eggers who made The Witch. Thought it was very similar to The Witch. Well, it's the same guy. It's because it's a timepiece, and yeah. he's he's very like good about pulling out time. I wasn't huge era. on The Witch. I wasn't extremely huge on this either. It wasn't like bad, bad, but it's one of those movies that you either love it or you hate it type of thing. Uh, Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because I don't want to go into too much. Are you going to try to watch this movie, Steve? Eventually. All right. So I don't want to ruin everything. Yeah, I'm not, I, don't I don't think wanna... it's a movie that you could ruin, though. I feel like you could know everything about it and still it's going to be your interpretation of whatever it is. Ray, when you watch movies in TV shows, um, more movies, though. Say you watch movies. Do you have to have a finite ending and know exactly what happened, or are you okay with an open end? I'm okay to whatever the fuck happens. I mean, that doesn't bother me at all because... I mean, that's what keeps you interested in something is not knowing what's really going on or what's going to happen. Where I was going with that question is there's a lot of people that hate open-ended things. I feel like Gary is one of those people. I think he likes Like No Country for Old Men? Yeah, I love that. Like the way it ends? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that it can be, if it's done poorly, I think some things are supposed to have an ending. Yeah. And I'm okay with an open end also if it's all right. Like you said, No Country for Old Men is probably... 
the number one movie of all time that's ever done that. That yeah. just left it open. You know, like I thought Hereditary did it pretty well, even though it's a once you watch that movie back, it is actually a closed ending. But the first time, first time or two you watch it, it feels like it's open ended. Um, just like uh, It Follows, that's another good one that does that. It's kind of an open end because that story technically can go on forever because mm-hmm. that's an entity that never goes away. Um, this movie essentially is about madness and going insane. You don't know really how long they've been on this island. You don't really know if it's actually been two guys this whole time. You don't really know which one went insane first, if either one of them did it all. You don't really know if one of them was insane before they walked onto the island. You don't know what drove them insane. You don't know if what they're seeing is actually real or not. Like It's it's a perfect look at insanity, I think. Uh, not off the top of my head, I can't think of a lot of movies that do that well. There are a lot, though, out there. A lot of 70s movies do that. Like apparently, Joker kind of comes to mind. Joker does that, yeah. Joker does have very similar to that. But this is a little more open-ended than Joker. Joker still, to me, without the fan theories, is a pretty finite movie in the long run. You know it, for the most part, everything happened. But there's that glimmer of, like, wait, he wasn't really dating that girl the whole time. So now you think of... Now that one catalyst sets off your brain going, did he... Did I, I, heard, this really I heard someone review it like the other day. Like me watching that. Like, the whole time, I basically said, this isn't real. I says, how the fuck is this guy with this person right now? Like, yeah. that's just, you know, some people don't catch on to that until after it happens in the movie, and then it kind of makes sense to yeah. them. But, like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, this can't be real. I saw yeah. someone reviewing it the other day, and they, they had a theory that uh, kind of makes sense, was that at one point, the the person, the doctor... Talking about the, the Joker, right? The Joker, yeah, yeah, the person yeah, yeah. in the, the mental hospital is like, well... Uh, we can't keep you here anymore. I don't know. I forget why, what the reason was. And the theory was that he did all this stuff so that he could go back to the mental hospital at the end and like have somewhere to go. Like, I got Just be taken care of. Yeah. Makes sense. That That's a good theory. I, I need to rewatch the movie. I'm going to give it another watch. And then I'm now that I've gotten through it, because I'm big on going back and watching things afterwards once you know a little more about yep. it, um, you start finding all the nice little details, too, that you didn't pick up on the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a second watch probably soon. I'll see if I can find it. I found a really good, like how you guys watch movies, I found a nice nice um, movie thing that I started watching. What's it called? Because I, I, I usually don't check those. 123movies.com. Uh, movies. Yeah. Is that just online or is mm-hmm. it an app or what? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's literally everything. Sometimes they're not great quality, but most of the time, I mean, it's TV shows. And like I started watching that Righteous Gems finally, the new Danny McBride show on hbo oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna pay fucking 14 dollars a month for hbo for an yeah. app what's the um, one you use ray uh tv zion is that something you can get on playstation or is that like a separate thing uh separate i have separate. it set up through a fire stick gotcha very similar though so like yeah. right now i have my laptop because i don't use my laptop for this I think anymore. you can use it on your playstation and stuff like that but sometimes you ass. get through like the ads and everything yeah, like yeah. that and the pop-ups and most of the time the shit will just freeze on you yep. or i have my up. uh i have my my laptop hooked up through hdmi right now um so i could watch the games and stuff like mm-hmm. that but i just leave it over there now because i'm probably going to drop a couple movie channels now that i have that back over there permanently because it's just it's so much fucking easier to just go over and talk. like yeah. i watched parasite last night i don't even think that's out on vod yet you know what yeah, I mean? like, it's not. yeah i looked a couple weeks ago yeah so i watched that last last, last i watched parasite last night highly recommend that movie i don't see that as a horror movie at all i get there's a couple creepy images and there's a disturbing some people could take what happens at the end disturbing but i don't think it's disturbing yeah, that at doesn't all. make something a horror movie though. no and that's the problem with where things get labeled wrong i think this movie is a great just like joker was i think it's more like the joker than it is anything else it's very much like that actually now that i think about it it's 
a story about a family that comes from the bottom of a hill, the bottom of the barrel, the bottom of whatever you want to look at, a society. Mm. Literally the very bottom of the society. A lot of like imagery association in this movie. And they find a way to work for a wealthy wealthy family. <clears throat> and they figure out how to like the son figures out a, how, a way to get into the family. And then they plot to get the sister in. And then they figure out a way to get the mother in. And then they figure out a way to get the dad in. And then they're all there, and then that's when the re- the movie really kicks in, and then you're like, oh, and then there's a couple weird twists that happen. But mm. at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, this is a family trying to beat oppression. Like, yeah. like I get, like this is a great story. Actually, this is a great movie. This is a family trying to. This is what families like this are like. Like families on the slums. Like you can look at drug dealers and be like, oh, you're just a scumbag. But they're not all tomorrow because if you live in the ghetto and have no other way out, like that's your way is out. Is it like metaphorically done, like house uh, a lot of, of Hill House, or is it like? So there's a lot of metaphors. There's a lot of vision things. There's a lot of like, like for instance, like it's a good metaphor for the fact that like, Ooh, shit. what do we, we look? Saw that. How do we look at rich people, right? Where, where if you looked at a on a on a map or on a scale, where would rich people be? Think about it. Where would they be ranked, or where would they be Higher. listed? Okay. Higher, right at yeah. the top. Well, this whole city is is a hill. These people are at the top of this hill, and there's a. Li- I'll, I'll spoil one thing. There's a, a specific scene where there's a really bad rainstorm, and they're at the rich people's house, or the rich people are. The rich people think it's beautiful. They love the fact that it's raining in their yard because their yard, all the water goes downhill from right, them right, and right. feeds out and of their yard. Them. And literally, these people, the people that of that the movie's about, are at the very lowest part of the city, like all the way down to the alleys and all the way down on the streets, floods into their apartment, and like they get to their apartment and it's flooded, like literally, to the, they have to leave and evacuate, mm-hmm. while the rich people are sitting up on their hill, thinking that something's beautiful. It's traumatizing to millions, to thousands of people. This mm-hmm. whole, the whole bottom of the city, and that's a pretty good metaphor for the real, the way real yeah. world works, right? Like. People at the top don't know what it's like to be at the bottom, and they're almost like stupid because of it. And mm-hmm. that's a that's a real thing. I've met a lot of really yeah. rich people, like rich wives that don't work and stuff. No yeah. offense, or rich husbands, same thing. That are like Very you've been, naive. yeah. You get, you become naive when you have everything handed to you when you grow up bubble. that way. Yep, yep. And then when you get, you know, when you have to hustle, you become street smart, and there's a the difference. So, mm-hmm. if you're into social construct and things like that, I think it's a great movie for that. So this is a better conversation than we thought we were going to get, Steve. Uh, um, it's a great movie for that. That's more what it is. So look at it like that. And then there's a couple of things that happen where you're going to be like, ooh, that was creepy. I like that. You know, imagery is good. Um, very good, though. Highly rated. That's probably shit out of the movies that I watched from 2019. I, I would give it a three all day long. Um, the Lighthouse, I give a solid three also, but for way different reasons. The Lighthouse is an experience. I'm very upset with myself for not going and seeing it in a movie theater because it's designed to be in a weird aspect ratio, like an old school movie. Mm-hmm. And it was shot on film. And the way they lighted everything was done a really specific way because the whole thing's in black and white. And it's fucking beautiful. To, it's beautiful to look at. Like when they when he's up at the Lighthouse, tell me look like the scene with the actual light doesn't look like stunning to you you don't do you see what i'm talking about with that or am i crazy so yeah he doesn't yeah. look at it like that i can tell me and ray are polar opposites on that movie like i give that a 100 percent. Th- i watched it two days in a row and would watch it right now and yeah. not even bat an eye at it and i find more out of it every time i watch it because it's just there's so many layers and the other thing is because they speak in time time specific just like the witch so if you can't follow what they're saying, you get lost sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's almost like 
Parasite's in Korean, but they have subtitles. Yeah. Fucking Lighthouse don't have no subtitles. Yeah. Because it's, like, technically it's English. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be New England time. It's, like, the 1800s or whatever. What would you rate the Lighthouse? I'd give it a two. Okay, wait. So it's not... It's good. I'd give it a two. It's not, like... Put it this way, I, I I know it's like it's like I said, it's just like the witch, and you love the witch, and I see why you love the lighthouse for all the same reasons. Practically, it's like the witch. I wasn't like huge on that either. Like it was okay, but like I wasn't like going into it for like uh, the time period and everything. The way it was shot, it was average to me. It wasn't over the top like great in my personal opinion yeah and that's yeah. everybody's got their opinion <clears throat> me the witch three all day i fucking love every ounce of that movie i've watched yeah. it many times i watch it again i watch it right now i love that movie i think watching it fuck the language fuck listen to them talk it's beautiful the way it's shot is fucking beautiful the way they can do that with and all these movies are low budget dude they're all made with next to no money like for a movie standard they're made yeah. with next to no money well think about you it. can You're go watch it and fucking in a lighthouse the, the well, they, main, they the built main that. area. They built that on a soundstage. Is a fucking lighthouse. They built it. So you're in one spot throughout the whole thing. There's not like you're. It's going. an island. It's not just a yeah. lighthouse. Yeah, it's an island with a lighthouse on it. But so yeah. you're you're confined to an island. Yeah. And they shot some of it outside uh, in Nova Scotia, and then they built the they built an actual working lighthouse in a fucking in a uh, soundstage. So like, that's the thing with it. Like, there's not a lot you can. There's two actors. Technically, I think four total. There's two other people that pop up. If you actually think about it, but I love it. I don't know. So I'd be interested to see what Steve thinks. What do you think about the witch? You don't, you don't really like that, right? I didn't really like the witch either. I thought it was too slow, but I also went into that with the giant expectations because everyone said it was so good. Yeah. So if I watched it a second time without thinking about that, who knows how I would feel about it? Yeah. But yeah. I, I'd probably give it less than a 1.5. I'd probably give it a one right now. Yeah, I get it. Just it was just too slow. Not enough going on. It's when I the first time I watched it, I did like it the first time I watched it, but it was not what I thought it was. Everybody made it out to be a horror movie. Yes, and it is. Horror, it, I I count kinda, that one as a horror movie. Yeah, only be, just like I count the fucking Warlock from the nineties. Supernatural. A movie. Yeah, only because know. because that movie does actually turn into a fuck. You do see a witch, and you do see like turns out that Satan is black. Fucking uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the goat, yeah. like Charlie, or whatever the fuck his name is. That movie is a horror movie, but not in the horror movie, not like Freddy Krueger horror. Yeah, yeah. With a lighthouse, I, in the aspect of insanity can be terrifying. It is a horror movie. It sounds more psychological. It's more psychological and more of a thriller. And it's funny. It's very, very funny. The amount of, how many fucking times is, what's his name, Fart in the movie, <laughs> fucking Willem Dafoe. Like, then like when uh, Patterson or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, the kid who was in Twilight, he's great in the movie. He gets all pissed off at the fucking Willem Dafoe and they're arguing back and forth and he's like, you fucking farts. And he's like, because he's playing a, a guy from uh, New England. You goddamn stink. He tells him that he smells like a uh, rotten dick or something. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And I, I love, I love, love, love the fucking part where uh, Willem Dafoe is like arguing back and forth and you don't like me lobster. You don't like, you like me lobster, don't you? I saw it. Yeah. I seen it. What the fuck he says. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I saw that Midsummer. Have any of you guys seen that? Seen it. No, I heard good things and then people I heard good things critically, which usually means nothing. Mm. Because then I would hear it from audience and a lot of people didn't like it. And usually when a critic likes something and an audience doesn't or an it's probably audience a dick, does. It's probably a shit movie. Yeah. yeah, it's probably a shitty movie. Yeah. 
now. I thought the same thing. That's why I held off from seeing it for so long. Yeah. Uh, that movie is also, that's an A24 movie. I like a lot of their movies. Lighthouse, The Witch, both A24 movies, but those are Robert Eggers. This movie is the dude who, uh, Ari Aster, who made fucking Hereditary, which is also an A24 movie. I just almost started watching something. I didn't really get into it, get into it yet, but it's on, uh, I think it's on Prime. It's called Low Tide. It's an A24 movie. It's got the it. kid from uh, It, uh, okay. the kid with the lisp in the first movie. They have a, I'm actually in a, Dawson put me in a, yeah. a group with A24 loving, it's like a Facebook thing. And they've put out a lot of movies. I wanted to get Dawson's number before he disappeared off Facebook, but I fucking missed him. I feel like we'll be able to find him. I feel like I'm sure we can just hit up fucking uh, Jay. Yeah, or uh, Stonewall. Big yeah, Stonewall. Big Mike. They talk all the time. Yeah. Actually, a girl I've known since third grade is married to. It's a weird dragon. I like this matters, but Pat, a kid named Pat, uh, who Alyssa and had a couple kids with, and now is married to my friend Dina. And, like, so, like, Mike and uh, they come up all the time. Dawson's at their house all the time. I guess he's really good friends with Pat or something. So it's weird how, like, you see pictures of him and you're like, wait the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I know all these same people. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, like, Midsummer, I kept it. So I loved Hereditary. I think you liked it too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you'd like Midsummer because it's more like, it's very much like Her- Hereditary. Visually fucking mind blow like it's it's very bright and very well lit and i think the entire thing essentially is in daytime too yeah because i think in that part of sweden or norway wherever it is it really is daytime like all the time like i think as alaska does that a couple weird places do that yeah so it's it's daytime the entire time so to have like a horror movie and it is a horror movie i count that one as a horror movie too ray had a good comparison earlier it's kind of like the wicker man where like it's almost like a cult yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like The Wicker Man, but it's definitely on a darker level. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's a way better movie. Yeah. I don't know the original the, the original Wicker Man from the fucking 60s yeah. and 70s, whatever, but that bullshit Nicolas Cage, oh, my eyes, the bees, <laughs> like that shit, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's garbage. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> the bees, the bees. That movie's a, a joke. Yes. Yeah. They put him in a bear costume. There's actually a, similar, there's a lot of similarities yeah. in this movie, but... Um, there's some shit that happens in this movie. Like, when this movie kicks in, you're like, what the fuck just happened? It's fucking, like, you can see it coming, and you know what's going to happen, you know what I mean, to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, they, for the most part, you They don't know. hide what's going to happen. Yeah. It's about a breakup. Like, it's legitimately 100% about I a I thought it was one of those, like, weird twist movies. There is. Oh, okay. There's weird twists in it, but they don't, like, where I think Hereditary did a better job of, like, hiding the twist. This one doesn't really hide the twist, but there's still a twist, and it's when it kicks in that's what the twist. The in my opinion, the twist is like, but you don't see it coming. Like, you see what's gonna, you can kind of see the end happening or mm. what essentially what happens with the movie. But there's things along the way that you don't see. But just like Ari Aster's last movie with Hereditary, if you actually look at that movie and go back and go deep, you can see all kinds of shit in the background. The second time you watch it, this movie's the same thing. There are things going on. That you don't see the first time because he makes the movie so you f- focus on one thing. And then there's like they, they trip at one point and the whole movie looks like you're tripping. Like it literally looks like shit swirling, but it's so faint. You can't tell if it's your eyes just playing tricks with you. And then like I literally had to poke Kristen and be like, do you see that too? Or is that me? Or am I just tired? She's like, no, no, no. That's the fucking something that's something's not right with going on with the TV. And I'm like, all right, good. It's not just me. I highly recommend it. That one, I'd probably give Midsummer like a, a 
2.8. There were it, it could have been trimmed down a little bit. It was a little too long. Mm-hmm. But I I it's fucking phenomenal. I thought it was great. What would you say about that one? Do you have a rating on Midsummer? I give it a two and a half. Yeah, it's it's a good okay. movie. I'm trying to think what else I watched. I started watching um watched Parasite last night, watched Midsummer, The Lighthouse finally. Fuck. I watched a lot of movies. I really I've been going real hard with a bunch of movies lately. It's stuff that I've been wanting to watch that I haven't watched yet or watched yeah. in a long time or there's so many. Um I, mean, I did the new Rambo the other day, but I haven't watched it yet. No. I'm playing on it. I, I should fuck with that one. I'll I'll watch that probably in the next week or two. It was good for what it was. Yeah. Um I started watching I watched the first episode of that Righteous Gems. I liked it. Yeah. I need to watch the rest, but I could tell that we were watching it I was watching it with Kristen and Rosie and I could tell they weren't into it. So yeah. that's not really their kind of thing. Um, fuck. There was something else that I don't know. I can't. I, there was something that I really wanted to talk about. Did we talk about "Don't Fuck with Cats" last weekend? The guy that fucking kills the cats. I have not video. seen it yet, but yeah, we did bring that up a little bit. You said you liked it a lot, right? Yeah, it's very good. Have you seen it's that like yet? No, episodes. I haven't seen that. What's that on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. I'm Actually, the to... second season of You came out, and now listen, it's blowing up. I love the first season. It's about a dude like stalking a girl or whatever. Which I like the first season a lot. Yeah, I, re- I remember when it came out, reading the description, and I was like, and I didn't really hear anyone talk about it either until this new season. I brought I brought it up on the podcast when, when it came out. Um, I loved the first one, the first season a lot, personally. But uh, now all of a sudden it's like a thing, mm. like which is weird. So I don't, I, that makes me weird, worried because if nobody, nobody talked about the first time and all of a sudden I'm loving this, it's weird to me because the people that I see talking about now, I typically don't agree with opinions on, so yep. that's what I'm worried about because I, I love the first season, so. I'm trying to think. There's other things coming out, too, this year. There's there's a lot of shows and stuff coming out. I've been going back and watching a lot of, like, I've been finding a lot of stuff on Hulu. Did we all see the Saturday Night Live with uh, Eddie Murphy? Did we yeah, talk about that we last week? About that. I, didn't I don't remember. Yeah. I was yeah. pretty drunk by the time the last one was done. I tried talking about my Buffalo review, and that, that failed miserably. Did I, t- did I talk about how I got a free Google Home? I think so. Did I bring that up? I think you Spotify did. sent it to me. Yeah, I I got that too, and I just said no because I'm not going to use it. I use it in my kitchen in the court. It has to. I thought it was like something you could charge. What is it? So it's a it's like a little dock. It's like an Alexa or anything. Yeah, yeah, it's a little dock, Mm. and they're like normally like fifty bucks. You can get it for like twenty five now, or you can just get one for free. They're trying to give them out like crazy because I think they're trying to patch everybody in. Oh yeah. So I really didn't want one of these fucking things in my house, and I was really against it. But I was like, "Ah, as a free speaker. My last Bluetooth speaker died way before it should have, which sucked, and I should have fucking sent the thing to JBL, but I didn't. Now it's too late. But I'm looking at it like, oh, I thought it was going to be like a chargeable little like Bluetooth speaker mm. with voice capability. It's not the case. This thing has to stay plugged in all the time, which I thought was kind of whack Yeah. at first. And then I'm like, well, now I get it, because if I don't want it listening to me, I just unplug it. So I'm actually okay with so that. So they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it holds a little bit of battery. But I think it. I think it's like that because it needs to be charged because it thinks, and it learns and it listens and it's yeah. this little like speaker, like it's about that big, and it there's an app you have to download for your phone for it and it patches to your phone. So like now when I'm in my kitchen, like I've actually used it a lot cooking because I've been cooking a lot. I just say, uh, "Hey Google, play music on Spotify," and it connects to my Spotify, pulls up whatever I was listening to last. If I want it to change, I can be like, "Hey, put on." Three dudes and Cold Bruce podcast, and it'll do it for me. It'll play whatever the newest episode is. It, um, if you ask it, like, 
you can say, hey, uh, uh, hey, Google, tell me a joke, and it tells you a corny joke. It's like, or if you say, good morning, uh, hey, Google, good morning. Pretty sure you could be like, hey, Google, how many cups of sugar go in mm-hmm. this fucking It'll ask recipe. recipes. Yep, you can ask it recipes. basically just be like, all right, fucking two and a half. Literally what you do with your phone on Google? You yeah, just you say just it say it. It's it totally hands-free, yeah. Yeah, and now, like, so there are really nice things about it. I like it for the being able to listen to music permanently thing and being able to just say it and then it also volume control by by vo- uh, vocal too like they sell one of those uh for your car now too i forget what they call them i bought one but it's not compatible with my phone but uh it's basically like a google home for your car you just plug it in the cigarette lighter and you can yeah control my, your spotify through hey google and, what's you oh, know shit. navigate me to this area my you phone know, that's what i do with my phone i help, yeah. i have a button because my phone's plugged in bluetooth and i can either use google google um there's a if you plug your phone in to the truck, like to the fucking USB in my truck, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a, there's an app called um, Android Auto. I don't like Android Auto personally. I think it sucks, but um, I just you leave it on Bluetooth, and my phone listens to music. So I I hold the little talk button on my steering wheel, and I can say, "Hey Google, play blah blah blah," or "Hey Google, text Ray Vicalis," and then mm-hmm. it just does the work for me. So I like my phone. My truck's already my truck's already doing that. Yeah, this is probably mostly for older cars that don't have. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. it's good. I yeah. like it personally. Not having it because I can, my my truck reads my text messages to me too. Mm-hmm. I can I can opt for it to read it or I can I can just ignore it. Yeah. So like I like that because when you're driving and yeah, I have yeah. it like you shouldn't be texting anyway. Right, so if yeah. I want to you know if Kristen's texting me hey could you pick something up on the way home I don't have to look at my phone I can be like yeah sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So I like all that kind of shit. But yeah. So the the Google Home thing it's not as bad as what I thought. And you can turn the mic off. There's a little mic kill switch. Um, but the, I keep it on, um, my kitchen and my bathroom are right next to each other. So I keep it on the wall where my kitchen table is and the cord's long enough for me to be able to put it in my, just like right in my bathroom. So I, I listen to music instead of bringing my phone in there and letting water moisture hit it and you can control it, you know? Yeah. So I found a couple of things for, it is nice to have. I mean, I don't use it all the time and I don't use it for as much as what, like you can start connecting these things and like my headphones, those new headphones I have, have that built in too. And if I tap it, it'll like tell me who's calling. It'll tell me what the like, yeah. And you can connect it like if you have smart lights and have it turn down your lights when you come home and your heat and all that. Yeah, stuff. my my house is too old to really be able to get all that stuff because I have an old I have an oiled steam furnace. But it would be nice. But I'd be great with yeah. Nest and all that. That's great. Yeah. I love that the idea of that my house is too old for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work well with oil heat because it's still out of something about the way it runs out. Because like if you run out of fucking oil, like what do you do? You know. But if it was if I had electric or gas heat, I would, all day long, yeah, I'd, all day long, I'd set that up. I would have done that years ago. It'd be so much easier. Cause like if it's if say I was say when I work late and I'm say like Kristen works late, I work late and Rosie's out and my dogs are home by themselves and it's fucking ten degrees outside. Yeah. I don't want them to be cold. Like I want to turn my heat up a little bit, but yeah. I have to wait until I get home. Plus, it'd be just nice to warm it up before you. So it's warm when you walk. Hell the yeah, door. that's why I have a fucking remote start in my truck, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I have an app for my phone. From my truck, as long as I have, I, from my fucking desk on the second floor in my building that I work at, I pull my app up. It's fingerprint sensitive. I fucking tap my fingerprint so it knows that it's me. Yeah. I hit start. My shit started up when I go to fucking get in my truck. I walk out. Perfect. It's ready to go. You know, on days where it's like icy or snowing and shit, like it's, it's going to melt half the yeah. snow before you get out there. Technology. Some things in technology are really nice. Yeah. I've utilized some things. And I'm trying to force myself to get better with the Hey Google thing now that those headphones have that. I finally looked at yours versus mine. They're similar, but mine are different than yours. They're set up. You can tell that they're just a different, like different setup. They have more options and stuff on them. But, anyways, yeah. So I talked about the Hey Google thing. I didn't really get to do the the good um, 
thing. Oh, with my Buffalo review, I will talk about this really quick. Finally, uh, Kicking Ass Podcast put out a new episode. They haven't in like over a month because yeah. they got signed to AEW, and it's been a crazy month for them. I'm fi- I finally got to hear them talk about the to the season thing, and the Blade or Jesse, who's not in Every Time I Die, the other guy Andy is. He had a similar reaction to Ghostface Killer that I did. And Andy, the only thing, they kind of went over it quickly, and I almost sent it to you guys. I think it would be funny for Steve to hear what he said. He's like, he's like, uh, yeah, he goes, I thought, it, I thought it was odd. So Andy, I mean, Jesse was like, yeah, you know, I have my own opinion on it. So Andy was like, yeah, go for it. He goes, I don't give a shit. I wasn't, I could tell that wasn't Andy's choice to bring in Ghostface. I think it was somebody else in the band. Mm-hmm. So fucking Jesse's like, yeah. So I'm sitting there watching it. He's like. He goes, I point to the guy next to me. I'm like, am I the only one that thinks this is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life? Or am I crazy? Because he likes Liquid Swords and he likes a lot of the old stuff. And then Andy goes, well, that's Jizza. He yeah. goes, oh, shit. He goes, well, fuck me then. <laughs> like, but like, he goes, he's pretty much, he goes, he goes, he said almost verbatim the way I broke it down. Where it was like, the DJ does 90% of it. The other four guys are just hanging out. And Jesse was on the side stage when he, when, when he was going on. He goes, yeah, he goes, fucking Ghostface is just sitting there. He goes, granted, he's 49 years old. He goes, we looked it up. He goes, but, like, he would sing three lines, walk over, take a bite of a, a protein bar and a fucking Juicy Juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not normal, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's he's like, pretty funny. Dude, he goes, he goes, literally, he fucking, he goes, he would sing three lines. All of a sudden, two other people would step up. And he goes, he would walk back over to the table. He goes, you take a bite of a protein bar, take a sip of Juicy Juice, and he was good. He goes, then he would just stand there. Yeah. He goes, I just didn't understand what was going on. Then he said that he moved at one point, and he goes, he could see the crowd getting into it, throwing W's up, and he's like, he goes, then I kind of got it. He goes, but it still wasn't my thing. Yeah. But he said, like, I get it as far as entertainment wise. And every time I die, I was right. I knew that they had, to, I think they, he didn't say it, but I think they had to cut out a song or two from their set because they went on late. They were supposed to go on at 10. And apparently, the only fucking band or artist all weekend that didn't do sound check was, guess what? Ghostface Killer. Mm-hmm. Because they showed up 20 minutes before they were supposed to go on stage and walked in 20 minutes before. Never sound checked once. Never set their gear up once before that. Got there 20 minutes before they were supposed to get on. Talked to a couple people. Then they set up all their stuff. And that's why their sound shit was all fucked up. Like, they kept on saying, like, they couldn't hear themselves and all that stuff. Yeah. Because they never sound checked. Mm -hmm. So they fucking, they they sound, they didn't set their stuff up until they got there. Dude, anytime we did a show, we were the only person who would bother to sound check. It's because you're white. Every fuck, <laughs> we had mostly white people. They would not just rap. Nope, we don't need a sound check. Okay, when we sound better than you and the yep. shows, uh, you look like an ass compared to what we did. Okay, now fine. now that we're doing this, let's talk about this because I have questions regarding what Jesse said. Everything he said was literally what I said to the, uh, to the show. Like yep. the thing I wrote out to you or talked to you about, one hundred percent what this guy said, which is hilarious. I was glad that it wasn't just me because if you went by the crowd reaction, you would have thought that like because it did. They got the crowd going. But it was fucking wonky. Like yeah. it was real wonky. Um, during a normal hip hop show, obviously you all have your own DJs, right? Or is there a sound guy that plays your stuff with the sound check? Um, some guys have their own. Some guys don't. Some guys, there's really no DJ. They'll just bring a fucking CD. And then they they play just to that. Play it. Play to that. Yeah, because he just essentially played a lot of like. He would play songs from Wu Tang, but typically were other people's things, and just sing over that. Like he did a lot of go, um, ODB's parts. 
Mm-hmm. Or like you'd hear ODB part. Maybe that just is a coincidence that a lot of ODB's parts would go into his. Yeah. But it was a lot of that. You'd hear a lot of, and they knew would just play that in the background, and then a hype man would. And it is funny. It's like to a T. Like you did say a couple things, like with the water bottles and the towels. Like that was all there. Yeah. But like I could see him eating, and I couldn't figure out what the fuck he was eating. So when Jesse said he was eating bites of protein bars, I just laughed. I was like, oh, that sounds about right. But like, uh, yeah, no sound check. Yeah. So they they ended up uh, they didn't start until. Well, they were supposed to go on stage, I think, at like 9 or 9.10. They didn't start until 9.45 or 9.30 or something. Fucking the main, the band who the whole festival is about was supposed to go on stage and start at 10. They didn't start until 10.30, mm-hmm. 10.45. So, like, it just... Sounds like a rap show. Sounds like a rap show. I just... Uh, poor planning. They should have probably put them forward a little bit more. Yeah, probably. I get it. You have to mix. And no, there were a lot of crowd, but it was funny, like, to me, where the crowd, the drunken somewhat stone crowd because a lot of them smoke weed with those pens and stuff now you know buffalonians go hard in the paint i think a lot of them were into it like when they played he played a queen part clearly none of the rappers were singing along to it he just played it and mixed it and like scratched to it and got the crowd singing the queen song mm-hmm. and then immediately turned that into a nirvana song turned into smells like teen spirit and again you have four rappers standing there when it's only really supposed to be one of them that anybody wanted to see kind of just standing there talking to each other fucking the crowd is going us because everybody loves nirvana or you know for the most part you know the song so when you hear it live you're gonna be like oh shit you pop for it so like you, you pretty much just dance to like the radio like i don't get why like <laughs> yeah well like, like people don't use djs as much now but djs used to be part of the show too it'd be like okay they're gonna have like their own little like drum solo set that's what it was fucking scratching that's and exactly fucking what it was. doing all that shit that's yeah. exactly what it felt like. The problem is, is like generally everyone else fucking leaves the stage and just lets the DJ have the floor. It's not what happened this time. Yeah. And then I guess there was what was funny was one of their buddies. I want to see this movie, by the way. What is this? Nineteen Seventeen. Yes, this is supposed to be fucking. This is the one I was talking about. Oh, is it? this came out uh, in um, oh um, it's small out. circle. Oh, okay. This came out a few months ago and for award season. This movie is supposed to be. And this fucking is coming phenomenal. to the theater now. Yeah. yeah. See, everybody's rating it because it's been out for months. Yeah. But it's not been out. It just was starting to get reviewed months ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys, I've, I watch a lot of movie reviewers, and they all love that movie. Maybe I'll go see it. I got a movie ticket for I love Christmas. gritty war movies. So. I'd be interested, because Gary always likes going to movies. Maybe we can do that uh, that for the show. Yeah. I'd like to do that. Oh, yeah, hopefully if it's playing around here. It oh, it, no, That would full, be cool to be. see in like IMAX or something. That's a full it's, release. It's even on IMAX. It's gonna no, it said select theaters. Uh, it's coming here. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the, the, the commercial right there said select theaters only. I think opening weekend. I think it's going to be a full, a full thing, though. It's shot to be one shot. Oh, one, it? It's supposed to be all one take. A fucking war movie? Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. not a whole war movie. It's literally one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, the whole thing, I think, is okay. It follows two people, two yeah. guys. That's it. They're trying to get from one place to another place, and it's supposed to be one continuous shot the whole time. That's why I want to watch it, because I love shit like that. Yep. Like that, the Hill House. House. Yeah, Hill House. That one episode. That was the best episode of the whole series, because yep. of that, that cinematography. There was, oh yeah, what was I going to say? There was a uh, last thing about the pod, the kicking ass podcast. Again, I think if you have a minute, try to look that up and try to watch. I, I can even find it for you. I think it's right around an hour and 20 minutes. Just to hear the review about the show it was funny to me. But Jesse was talking about how there was a guy on the side stage, like one of their buddies from the ESW wrestling who helped like run the wrestling part of that show. Yeah. He had a, a, a Christmas sweater, Ghostface Killer, um, Ghost, whatever, 
sweater on. So one of the hype guys off to the side, there was a big guy that was just filming everything with his phone that had like a backpack on. Mm-hmm. And I think he was just one of his boys or security or something. When they were trying to bring people up for the part where they brought crowd participation in, I guess that guy kept on looking over at the dude with the shirt on on side stage and was like, yo, man, yo, you got you got the shirt on. Come on. Yeah. And like, I guess the guy's really not into like karaoke. He's real shy. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, man, I don't like I don't know the lyrics of the song. And he's like, yo, you fucking whack, man. Like busting his balls. <laughs> yeah. And he called what he called him. He called him a bass player or something or something like that, which I don't know what the fuck that means. I would imagine that. I don't, I don't get it, but he's like, yeah, you a fucking bass player, man. And then the guy looked at him, he goes, every band needs a good bass player. And he goes, ah, shit, and like dapped him up. Like, I guess he, that was his thing that like, he kept on going and fucking with this white kid with the shirt on. Yeah. Cause now we, I don't fucking protein bars and juicy juice. <laughs> <laughs> so I stole that story. I thought that was funny. Anyways, guys, wow, Seattle's win. Yeah. Holy shit, man. What an up! What a way to upset if fucking the two wild card teams win in the NFC with the two fucking wild card. Well, kind of. Seattle's better than Philly. Philly's nine and seven on the year. Yeah, they should have been a wild card team too, but they're in a shitty division. So it's like one and one right now, right? Because Titans came in as a wild card, beat the Pats. Yeah, and uh, the Texans ended up winning at home, but so they ended up sticking. So it'll be interesting because the Vikings were the wild card. So mm-hmm. if the fucking Seahawks, that'll be both wild card teams in the, in the NFC. Anyways, yeah. So I'm trying to think. There was a couple other things I wanted to talk about as far as TV shows. There's some I gotta watch The Mandalorian. I tried. I started watching. Trying to give the Star Wars shit a chance, man. I tried. Started. I had nothing to do one night, and I started watching the. Um, what was the one after The Force Awakens? Last Jedi. And then what's this new one? Skywalker, the Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. So the Last Jedi was the one in between. I started watching that, and I got about halfway through, and that's just I. I had to shut it off. I couldn't finish yeah. it either. I just I think those I think here's the problem. I think those movies were designed for kids. I hate the new Star Wars movies. I think they're designed for the Force Awakens. I thought was great. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I thought it was you know, but cheeky and lots lots going on. But that was J.J. Abrams. This give, second give movie, me the eighties, and that's all I care about. Well, seventies. Well, seventies. Yeah, yeah, and eighties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but again, I think the, the, here's the problem: is those movies were put out when everybody was kids, and mm. now all these people that are some of them, a lot of them are grandparents now, are trying to relive what they had when they were kids, and that's not going to happen. These movies aren't designed. Imagine being a little kid and seeing these movies. You know what I mean? Like, well, the first, the Force Awakens, I thought was good too. I thought it was great, but then the I one, like the one you tried to watch that you shut off. They tried to be. They tried to inject too much comedy into it. Yeah, that's and what I, I noticed. Like, eh, I, what is this? It was too geared for little kids. Yeah. And then there's a part where they're at like some planet where it's like a, it's like a casino planet or something. I'm just I'm so lost. Yeah. The, the black stormtrooper guy, or whatever. Like he's. It's like a go find. It's like a almost like a video game. Like you got to go find this to open this door. It's like almost like watching Zelda. Like they're on like treasure hunt missions or something. It's weird yeah. to me. I don't know. That's kind of how the Mandalorian is too. Like it's um, it's, it was not, like it's not kid though. oriented. It's not really. No, I it's kind of it like it is, but it's not. I've heard that it's very good. Everybody swears up and down that it's it like is. The best it's news. it's episodic, but for, I mean, there's a string that ties everything together, but it's really kind of like a new adventure every fucking week. That's what I meant by saying episodic. It's more like an anthology, right? It's almost like a different story. 
It's no, it's the same story. It's just kind of like you said, a video game where he's got this side quest to go okay. do before he goes and does the main one. Makes sense. <clears throat> Pretty good things, but I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know what I wanted to bring up? I wanted to bring up. Uh, maybe we can carry this on to next week, or we can just do it now. But do you guys have any? I, I want to talk about guilty pleasure TV shows or movies that you watch and love and can repeat and watch or just binge watch that nobody would assume that or nobody would picture you to watch. Like, do you have any, not guilty pleasures, but things that people would be surprised to hear that you like? Like, maybe it's a cooking show or something, or maybe it's a fucking, I don't know, a fantasy movie or something or a cartoon that you, you love that you can watch any time that people would be surprised to hear that you like. You know what I mean? I mean, there's nothing I watch, even stuff I like, I don't watch all the time. Like no, there's no movie I can just put on and watch anytime. So I have a lot like that, but I I think it, there's a lot of movies that I think like Dumb and Dumber I can watch anytime, the, any anytime ever because it's probably one of my favorite movies. Honestly, of all time. guilty pleasures pleasures. I've been basically just watching YouTube videos. Like on Christmas Eve, I think I started doing this of some guy out in the fucking wilderness. It's called My Self Reliance. It's just some guy fucking building fucking cabins and fucking shit in the woods. By himself for like two years. I watch a channel like that too. And, but I can't uh, think of the name of it. I don't know. I just find it interesting just to throw on and watch somebody live off the grid. So that's why I like that Les Stroud guy. I like uh, yeah. Survivor Man. I used to be obsessed with that show, and that's kind of what I'm getting. Like I can watch the Survivor YouTube Man ones are even because they're way less produced, and it's literally just one dude. Yeah, fucking. Well, Survivor Man is one guy with like no. Yeah, fucking that's what you got t- It is, but doing it's well more itself. produced. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. They. Um, yeah, Survivor Man is one guy setting up all his own camera shots. Bear yeah. Grylls is the whack one. He was the one that fucking was at a hotel every night and wasn't yeah. really eating any of the stuff that they were saying that he was eating. Plus, he had a whole camera crew with him. Yep, way different. Yeah. All the stuff was set up and, re- like, done professionally. Yeah. <clears throat> Les Stroud is the one that's not. Yep. But uh, what I was getting at with that is, like, for instance, I've talked about it before, and I love it. I don't give a fuck what everybody thinks, but I love RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I watch every single episode of that all the time. And then that led me down. There's another one called Drag. The fuck is it called? Dragula on on Netflix now, and it's like a horror horror version of it. And they all dress like it's almost like watching horror movie makeup. And I went down. I used to love a show on Sci-Fi called uh, Face Off. Yeah, I used to love that me shit. Too. So if you like that, believe it or not, Dragula is like that. It's just with dudes dressing up like women, but they dress up like aliens and shit. It's weird. Um. No, there's a show called Cutthroat Kitchen. It's on Hulu. I never realized that they had like 14, uh, 14 Cutthroat seasons. Cutthroat Kitchen's pretty cool to watch. I love that show, man. They kind of, uh, what do you call them? They fucking give them something shitty to fucking, uh, you know, make whatever dish they have to yeah. do and put them up against some fucking weird fucking altercation. I so fucking love it. It's super cool. creative. You can, it's almost mindless, but it's also very, like, it's very funny. And it's a lot of like, you think about the ways you do it. Like, I'm not even a professional. I'm not anywhere near. I'm not a chef or a professional chef. I can. You know, I can cook what I like, but that's about it. But, like, you think in your head what you would try to do different in a half hour. Like, oh, shit, what would I, you know, if I got, if I had to cut all my food up with a fucking hockey skate. <laughs> I mean, like, what, what would I do? Like, I don't know. I just think it's a cool show because it, it's a real competition show. It's not all, like, bullshit. Like, a lot of a lot of, a lot of those reality shows suck. They're, you can tell that they're yeah. full of shit. <clears throat> stuff like that that are true, like, I don't know. I just think stuff like that's kind of fun to watch. Same thing with Face Off. I thought that was a great show. Yeah. 
I like watching the uh, Ink Master. You know, the show I'm... that's branched off of Forged in Fire, where the people make their own weapons. Yeah, Forged in Fire is fucking awesome. I but, love that too. Uh, that's the one where they make their own weapons and they yeah, have to go um, through a uh, knife, of, knife or death. Yeah, they have to go through that's like a, good a course too. and fucking actually use the weapon that they created. Sometimes they won't even let them compete because their knife isn't fucking yep. up to code. My favorite thing from that show is you guys actually told me about that show, and I went down yeah. a rabbit hole with that one. There was one specific episode, and I recorded the guy doing it, and it's on my Instagram or whatever. And it's this weird dorky guy, and there were, it's like when he does the test to see if it can even go into the thing. Yeah, like the the knife is like wicked sharp, and it's a big big knife, or whatever. And this, the guy who made it, it's like this wicked fucking nerd with like glasses. He's on. probably the one that won the whole fucking thing. I can't remember, but it, yeah. it's just this. You ever watch something in a movie and you're like, it just makes you bust out laughing because it's so awkward. This dude, fucking the guy, like the host or whatever that tests the knives out before they go into the competition. He's like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a pretty nice knife. And the guy looks up and he's like, real nice, real sharp, ain't you? <laughs> like something like the way he did it, it was like a cartoon character, and I yeah. laughed so fucking hard. I like watched that on a loop so many times. I don't know, stupid. I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm reaching right now because we just did four hours of fucking show, so I'm. We pretty much can be uh, just about done. But oh, I, I did the uh, polar bear plunge this year. 2020 was a beautiful day out. I did it all by myself this year. Kristen went down with me, but she didn't jump in, and I'm very glad that I did it. It's already off to a decent start. I'm not doing any specific weight loss thing. Like I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a weight in my head that I'm trying to hit by a specific time. Like I failed that last year. But getting healthier in general is a key. So this month I'm doing like my own little challenge. I'm doing the carnivore thing this month. I'm gonna try to go through with it. I'm five days in. I feel fucking great so far. Like great. I feel so good. But I'm in a different mindset than I was the last time I tried this. Yep. So. And I'm also not doing booze for for January. I might end up drinking again at some point, but that's more or less just a personal thing. That's just me because I went so hard over the past couple months. I've been like, taking it pretty easy this month. Yeah. Well, five so days far. in, I would hope. So far. <laughs> so far. Well, I went off the rails. Like, after fucking Sober for I October. Didn't go, well, Saturday I was sick as a dog, so I didn't go fucking crazy doing anything. Uh, going in for, like, the New Year's, I didn't fucking hit the paint I just did any of you guys do anything for New Year's I just sat at home I, I, I took it easy I just took it fucking easy that night me and Chris went out to eat uh, we went to you know Dan's uh, Dan's place with Dan they bought the carriage house in or whatever where Brandon and Lucy got married yeah um, so now it's Dan's carriage house in or whatever and uh, like we were the there Dan's restaurant that's in in Exeter yeah, yeah. the same guy owns oh, it oh nice now. nice so similar food, similar yeah. menu um, it was pretty nice I had a stuffed chicken palm it was like a special for the night it was dude it was legit two different plates. The chicken parm was like two huge pieces of chicken with like Italian sausage and cheese, ricotta cheese and stuff stuffed in it, covered it in sauce, and then there was a full plate of like ziti or whatever. And we also got like fucking something else. I can't remember what we we had something uh, before that. And then we went home and I think we drank like you know basic stuff, vodka tonics or whatever vodka seltzers like we don't normally drink, and some champagne. And the champagne is what got me. I got a, I had a headache when I woke up, but. Went into the ocean. I've been great since. I'm just doing a carnivore thing, trying to lose some weight, trying to get myself back in shape, back in the gym. Only I've only gone two days out of the four. I was gonna go tonight, but I'm not gonna go now. I'll just pass it off. I'm not trying to hold myself to anything specific. I'm just trying to like go again. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not being as hard on myself, and that's the mm-hmm. difference. So let's we'll see what happens here. I would like to because I, you know, I, I'll steal other people's ideas. The Rogan podcast guys. Or the Sober for October guys are all doing a, a weight loss challenge. I don't want to do a weight loss challenge with you guys, but I would like to do another Hot Ones challenge or some kind of a challenge where we – it just makes it fun. Yeah. 
So I think that would be something we should think of something else to do that fits in everything. So maybe we'll come up with something for February, some kind of a hot food challenge. Also, I wanted to bring this up to you guys because I've never done this or gone there and I would like to. I think we should try to do a trip to Nordic Lodge. I've never been. Okay. So maybe maybe that maybe that'll be our treat to ourselves if we get through some kind of challenge or something we come up with a challenge for february we get through it we that'll be our treat for ourselves in like march or something or april yeah because it, it's only open a certain time is it it's only open from i think april to what is it, a buck november a buck 20 now something buck like that yeah. it's not it's not cheap dude yeah. but or we can go somewhere else we can do fucking like not for nothing if you guys would just want to do like a fucking nice dinner out like not for nothing don't sleep on uh Foxwoods or you know Hegan's Buffets. Well, I know. They're pretty much just this the same. This like, isn't like, you know, nice thing, just local. I haven't tried it yet, and I've wanted to. That uh, BJ's Brewhouse, the one that's over by it's the freaking mall. It's been there a while. Kristen's sister worked there. Yeah. I've gone there a bunch. I haven't been there once yet. That's nothing special. Yeah. That's just a... No. No. Yeah. It's, I mean, I've heard it's, the food's pretty good there. It's Yeah, it's good. It's got yeah. a big menu. The, yeah. the beer's good. They, I heard they, they make all like their own different beer. style pizzas and stuff, like personal pizzas. and. Well, Yeah, but I think you're overthinking it. It's a chain. It's just like going to Chili's. But it's, it's uh, mostly bar food, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's more than that. Like their menu is really big. They're really good with gluten free. They do really good pizza. But I th- Monday or Tuesday night is pizza night, and it's like any large pizza for ten bucks or something. And it's it's it, that's the night you want to go for their pizza. The pizza's great. It's yeah. actually very good, and their food is good. But you you're going there for beer. Like they they make all their own beer. Their beer cat selection is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a chain microbrewery, which is odd, but that's what they do. Yeah, Kristen's sister works there, and I think her niece works there too. So I go there a bunch with the people from work. We go there a lot. It's I, it's it is good for what it is. And yeah. It's it's just like I just want to try it. Just yeah, I no, haven't tried it. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. It's it's just when you know you go from like Nordic Lodge to that. It's just no, like, I, yeah, I wasn't that's a good way to put any it. Comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean now. It is good. It's it's worth going. Yeah. I like it better than a lot of other places over there. Like I don't. I never understood Smoky Bones. I don't get that place at all. I've never been there. Smoky Bones is pretty good. I think it's all right at best. I think. I, I think definitely think Texas Roadhouse is better, but Smoky Way Bones better. is good. And I'm think, not going to say it's like you know bottom of the barrel. For I'd, what it's I'd, worth. I'd pick Applebee's. I think over. out of I pick pretty much I'd pick any Smoky chain over Bones that place. over Applebee's, but I can't stand TGI Fridays. TJ Fridays is my least favorite out of all the. Not chains. only that, not um, that I think cellos, the my, the uh, worst one. I don't count cellos because cellos is Rhode Island. The uh, worst one of them yeah. all, in my eyes, is but Outback though. Yeah, Outback, Outback sucks too. Huh? Pretty, Ruby Tuesdays is pretty rough. Pretty horrible. Ruby Tuesdays sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been to Outback in fucking ages. Outback way under way overpriced in small portions, but we need, Outback uh, is owned the by the same. Roundback. Outback is made by is owned by the same people who own the Longhorn, and the Longhorn is similar to that. I do like Longhorn, yeah, but it's overpriced for the portions that they they give you. Like you get a fucking eight ounce sirloin, and it comes out it's like this big. It's like yeah. the size of a hockey puck, and yeah. it's an eight ounce sirloin before you cooked it, right? Yeah. yeah, and even then, I don't even. I think that's even suspect because like I know the difference, man. Like I I buy fucking. I, I don't even steak. care about the fucking steak at fucking Texas Roadhouse. I just go for the fucking little cinnamon buns. Oh, I think their steak is great. The steak is great, too. I think their food's... The potatoes are great. The yeah, potatoes, think... have you ever had the sweet potato? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the loaded sweet Their food's potato? great. Yeah, the food's all fucking banging. I, mean, I enjoy Texas Roadhouse. I love their food. I've never had a bad experience there. Nope. I, I like that place a but lot. the rolls and the cinnamon butter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's dog. what's kind of got my attention more than anything. You can't go there on a keto diet. No, no, no. Because you got to eat some bread. Yeah, I've... I got to eat some bread. I can't... You're definitely going to be taking on some calories when you go there. Yeah, yeah. That's a good spot. Uh, yeah, like, see, Smoky Bones just never did it for me. I, d- I don't you think that... You ever fuck with Wes's Rip House? Yeah. You like Drunk Wes's? I've never been there. 
We should we should go there. Wes's is a good spot, I, bro. I'd go there right now because yeah. it's all I can just buy. That would be a nice day to fucking go regular after like, this time, and then fucking Armageddon right down the road. Take yep. a trip up there. Yeah. Or we can do that. We maybe we can. We never. We've never done the fucking field trip thing. We still haven't done it. We yeah. haven't gone to a record shop together yet. We've been talking about that for almost two years now. Yeah. So that would be the thing. That's the play, and we can do that soon. Yeah. Like we can do that, that literally happens. anytime we want because. Uh, I, if I st- I'm gonna probably stick to the, depending on how this month goes I'm probably gonna stick to a pretty close to carnivore diet like and give myself a cheat here or there like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie I already miss pizza <laughs> like but that's because I'm addicted to pizza like because yeah. I'm addicted to carbs um and it's convenient you know who doesn't like a good slice of pizza man I want some Don's right now bro I'm telling you I had some good Westcott house about a week ago and it was fucking nice they didn't I thought they closed no, no? the Coventry one closed the second oh, one second okay. location. And they're not in the original location anymore. Now they're where uh, they're across from House of Wu. That's been a million different restaurants. Mm-hmm. So we got it at work. Um, I think Christmas Eve, or um, yeah, Christmas Eve. One of the guys. It was a short. It's a six-hour shift, and uh, it was either the day before Christmas Eve or Christmas. No, not Christmas Eve. New Year's Eve. It was either the day before New Year's Eve or New Year's Eve or whatever it was, and. One of the managers, there was a weird small sh- small staff because a lot of people took that day off, six hour shift. So he was like, "Oh, who wants pizza?" So we, they bought like fucking thirty five pizzas or something. So I ate me some pizza, and then uh, yeah, I ate me some pizza. And then donut day happened, which was the fucking last day of the month. Which is that's what it was. So it was either I don't know, I can't remember what it was. Donut day is the last day of the month, so that would have been thirty. Between so. November and December, I've been the fucking cookie monster. Fucking anytime there's cookies or anything like near me, I'm fucking like a fucking little fat kid who's just running for the fucking cookies. Well, I've told you guys that about that, man. My, my work legitimately, like every time I turn around, it's either pizza day or pasta day or this food day or that food day. And like the last couple months have been even worse because of all the holiday stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, but I'm, I'm done. I, I've made my, I've planted my fucking flag. Oh, yeah, actually, we had, we had brunch. I went to the Chapel Grill. Is that what that is? The real fancy place over there? I heard that place was good, too. I didn't... We went there for brunch. Sunday brunch. I don't know how much it is, but it was 10 or 11 of us, and it was all comped, obviously. Well, it was Very company expensive. paid for. From what I've heard. Oh, yeah. Not cheap. Not cheap. Nice place. I, um, a normal day, don't have enough money in my bank account to walk in there for sure. Um, it was nice. I've heard mixed things about the food. Here's what I've learned about myself. Rich people food, I don't like. No, I tend I tend to not be a fan of, which is odd. You like, know why? Because I mean, look at because the fucking, you're used to average food. I guess, man, but like it's just tastier food generally. I've made, Plus the portions are fucking it, shitty for. I make better really? steak at my house than most expensive restaurants. Yeah, because I, I make it the way I like it. I make it very simple, you know, and I know what I like. What was that place? Steak is Roadhouse. Yeah. True. Uh, I took my mom for brunch on Mother's Day a while ago to that place, 1149. I've heard that's actually good. but uh, The food was actually really good for the brunch or whatever, like the eggs, See, the but, fucking right. bacon, the all that shit. The brunch is supposed to be very good there, but I've yeah, heard yeah. just like just like this place, the food is supposed to be Average, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Maritage is another one like that. That's yeah. Like, you yeah. Know. But uh, yeah, the, the, brunch is, the brunch is worth <clears> going to. It's I think it's... So here's the deal with it. I think I could probably look it up, but I think it's twenty five bucks a person. Yeah, and it's literally all you can eat brunch. Like, and it, dude, they have brunch. Like, they had a prime rib and ham, uh, ham, whole ham station where they carve it for you. They have a, a bunch of like, you know, uh, bacon, scrambled eggs. 
They had baguette French toast. They had all kinds of other stuff, like like all of these things. Did you say faggot? Baguette. I said with a B. Uh, I know. Close, though. And then they had a, a, an omelet station where you could go and get an omelet. Then they had all kinds of desserts. But you can pay an extra. I don't know how much it is. Because, again, I didn't pay. cook an omelet for you right there. Yeah, the well, that, yeah, but that's part of the brunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have an omelet station where they Making it's part of everything. some crepes and some fruits. Crepe Suzette. I want the crepe. Uh, they had wa- really nice waffles. A little and all dollop that. of yogurt on my crate. But you can also do bottomless mimosas or beverages, which they're designed. How many mimosas are you really going to drink? Well, how many mimosas hold on. did you have? This at? was Sunday. This is last Sunday. So I didn't drink mimosas. I opted for the Bloody Mary option, which is it's the same price. So m- with uh, mimosas, they just keep on bringing you over. They give you a champagne flute filled yeah, with champagne, yeah. and then they have a pitcher of orange juice on the thing, and you just put whatever, however much you want on it. You make your own. I think out of the – say there's 11 of us, I think nine people were doing the mimosas. Me and one other person did the Bloody Mary. I had a fan – they have a Bloody Mary bar. Yeah. And they fill up – they give you a glass, like a, a regular glass, half filled with vodka and ice. The whole yeah. thing is full of ice, half filled with vodka. You go over and they have like a station – and it's a really nice uh, tomato juice, and then there's like a bar. You could put like shrimp in it. You can put celery, hot sauce, whatever you want. So bacon, I, all sorts yep. of things. So yeah. I threw I threw uh, one shrimp in just because I wanted to have a shrimp later on. I was a little hungover. I'm not gonna that hungover, but it was the day after this. I think no. What did I do? Fucking Saturday night. I got really drunk Saturday night for some reason. I can't remember what I did. Maybe I was just sitting at my house. But I woke up like still feel, feeling a little fucking little wishy washy, and. Uh, I can't remember what I did though. I had to, it had to have been something. Somebody, maybe people were at my house. I don't remember. It was weird. But a lot about a lot of drank myself to sleep that night. Put it that way, and then woke up the next day to go to this brunch thing. I opted for that. Had me one Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary was fantastic. Woke me right up. I threw a little couple dabs of hot sauce in there. Did my fucking uh, did a little celery. Threw a shrimp in there with on a skewer so I could eat it later on. Then I'm like, then I realized that there was a juice section that was actually also for the vodka. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, can I have another? And he goes with because if you get a if you get the Bloody Mary, they give you like a peppered rim, like so you you know. I said, uh, I don't think I want to have a Bloody Mary. He goes, all right, yeah, no, no pepper on the rim. I'm like, yeah, cool. Go over and there's like carafes of like mango, this juice or this or that juice. And I I did me uh, three, so I did four drinks total. And this is at 10.30 in the morning. Hmm. <laughs> no, and I'm telling you right now, champagne, not the same as vodka. So I know I walked out. I watched all of them have at least four or five uh, champagne flutes. I had four and stopped myself. Um, vodka drinks. Uh, I had three, one Bloody Mary, and then I had three vodka, and it was mango something, mango peach juice. It was very nice. Uh, I felt like a swanky cow, and I was fucking, I was bloated as fuck, and I ate all kinds of little things. I can't eat that much though on days like that. It's weird. Like, I could go home right now and eat probably like fucking a pound worth of meat and steak and eggs and be fine. But like bread and all that other yeah. shit, I get, I get filled so Cars. fast. Fun fact: I've never had a Bloody Mary or a mimosa. I've never had a Bloody Mary, but I've had a mimosa before. I've never, I don't think I've ever had a mimosa. I've had a lot of, I almost made a screwdriver with it because yeah. the oranges look nice. But I've had me many a Bloody Marys working at bars because you walk in, say you work at like a bar early on Sundays, Sunday like Tomato juice and vodka, just, I don't know, it doesn't sound. It's not just tomato juice though. Yeah. That's a, true Bloody Mary isn't just tomato juice, it's 
it's tomato juice. They put uh, a little horseradish in there a lot of the time. You'll see some Worcestershire. Spices and it's yeah, it's it's mixed up and it's like. I don't know how to explain it. It's it just not sounds just, like heartburn to me. Yeah, though. if I'm getting it's vodka, just yeah. give me some cranberry and I'm good. No, what's funny, though, is it's actually, you think that because of what's in it. With, like, I put hot sauce in it, yeah, and stuff, yeah. but it doesn't. It wakes well, you up. Well, the hot sauce something. isn't what's like, I'm thinking about more of the heartburn. The tomato juice sounds more of the, the It heartburn. actually cures us the opposite. Yeah. Because of citrus, it like cools all, it, it makes the fucking hangover go away. Like if you, yeah. Even if you don't have a hangover, if you wake up a little wobbly, it makes you feel, it wakes you up. There's something about the, the way it's mixed. But if it's not done right, it's bad. Yeah. I've had bad fucking Bloody Marys too and not good. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I forgot all about that. So that got me talking. That's what got me thinking about the, the Nordic Lodge thing was when I went there. I'm like, oh, me and the boys could do this. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Wes's. You've never been there? No, I've been to Wes's plenty there. of times. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's uh, I maybe we'll hold Wes's off. See, because maybe that'll be my own little challenge. Because I will, I would have a very hard time going to Wes's Rib House and not eating, eating their cornbread. Yeah, they have the. Be- I'd go there just for that. Their cornbread is fucking phenomenal. Well, we could just wait till after January. Yeah, because if we're gonna do that, re- record, go to Wes's, and then go to Armageddon or something, it'll have to be up. Probably a Saturday because they close early on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can just wait till after January if you're gonna just do that. Wes's or something. Maybe we could do it like around like you know the first or whatever, like for around my birthday, or whatever. Just fucking go to Wes's, have yeah. a little fucking dinner or something. Well, how about this? What I'll do is maybe we could do it for the week because the the February first we're going to a comedy show that night, so I'm not gonna go yeah. to the show that night. But maybe the whatever weekend is near your birthday, the weekend before. Yeah. Maybe we can do it that weekend because that'd be fun. And I. Like I'm only the booze thing. I'm only doing for myself, and like I can, I can listen if I wanted to. I can walk in that place and just not eat cornbread and just eat meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't have a problem eating meat. You know what I mean? I'm just not. I'm doing the doing this for myself. So that's all. And there's like little things I've, like I said, I've already not cheated, but I've given myself little treats just to keep myself yeah. hold myself over because I'm not a pro athlete. So I have pretty, pretty much eaten nothing but meat. I have gotten myself one Coke Zero. Which I still count as long as it's zero calorie. That's all they care about. They tell yeah. you flat out. Anyways, I think we can wrap this one up. It's been fun because now we're just talking about stuff we want to do, which is fine. What are we, about an hour? A little over an hour? Yeah, about an hour, ten. Yeah, we're good. Let's wrap this one up. The last couple of weeks, this is perfect because we're just getting us through because the music show is the heavy show. Next week, we're back to our regularly, regularly scheduled program. Gary's back. Gary will be back. Ray, hit us with a closer. Uh, Until next time, assholes. See you later. Peace.